Welcome to the Wonder Boldly podcast hosted by yours truly, Christine, founder of Drizzle Academy. I am going to encourage and motivate you to take action towards your big goals. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned from building a very successful 25-year career, coaching people, and starting my own online business. I am going to give you so many action items, you are going to be able to wonder boldly. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Wonder Boldly. On today's episode, I have with me Corinne Bourdois. Corinne and I met on Instagram, and I had reached out to Corinne to do some market survey a while back, and we connected in that way. And I was following her and I just loved her account. She posted a lot about having an uncluttered home and a morning routine. And I was just really drawn to it. And she has this awesome image, which I think she'll tell us a little bit about, but she's gotten away from it just recently. But if you look back at her feed, you'll see it. She has this salt lamp, I believe it's called. We'll ask her about it. She can tell us. And she would post like 4.45 a.m. And I just loved it because I find it rare that people are up at that same time that I'm up, the four o'clock hour. And so I just started following along. Everybody here, you know, I have the Harness Your Morning program and I just love, love, love my morning routine. And she had a morning routine as well. So I started following her and we just, you know, go back and forth as we do on Instagram. I just thought to myself, you know what? I talk a lot about my morning routine. It would be so great to get other people's perspectives and you know how they started their morning routine, what they like about it, what they don't like about it, and what have you. So one day I just said to Corinne, I said, why don't you come on the podcast and talk about your morning routine? And she graciously agreed. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Corinne to introduce herself. And then we are going to talk all about morning routine. Thank you, Corinne, so much for being with us. Can you tell my audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, Christine. Yes, it's so good to be here. Thank you very much for your kind words. I am very grateful that you reached out to me and that we got to connect over Instagram. The power of social media, right? How incredible it is to connect with like-minded people. So this is wonderful to be here today. So my name is Corinne. I have a family farm here in Connecticut. Um, And so my husband and I are always working to improve that. Um, In addition to that, we do some real estate investing. So that is one of our missions right now is to completely um, replace our income with passive income. And just all along that journey is about becoming the best version of myself. You know, improving our businesses means improving myself, my husband improving himself. So while I've been working on that, I've just been trying to share that on social media. So it started a lot with the decline your home because to have multiple businesses you have to like keep things clear in your mind and the only way to have a clear mind is to have a clear space around you it's really hard to keep your mind sharp when everything else around you is a mess so it became important for me to have a certain level of tidiness in our home please recognize that does not always mean clean (laughs) there may be dirt on the floor but we're going to try to keep things where they belong so that we can be more effective efficient within our home, more efficient in our businesses, and just more efficient in our life in general. And part of that became my morning routine. So I started sharing that on social media. And like you said, we connected 
connected over that and it's been really wonderful. Thank you so much for that. And I loved how you said decluttering and how that really helps holistically. And just last night talking about how to declutter and how that really sets you up for the day. So one of the things in the program is I tell people to every morning when they're journaling, list out five micro things that they can do for themselves. Having a cup of tea, just sitting with a cup of tea or coffee, your beverage of choice, no phone, no TV, nothing. Just kind of sit if that speaks to you, just kind of sitting there enjoying that for like five minutes. Those little things really add up. So if you do those like five little things seven times a week, that's 35 things that you've done for yourself throughout the week. And it's just really yeah. powerful and it, and it really builds self-confidence and self-love. And, and I was saying, I was giving them examples. They're like, well, what do you, you know, what exactly do you mean? And so I started giving different examples. And one of the examples I gave was I really try to maximize, as you all know, I have a nine to five and I try to maximize my lunch hour. And I will take a 15 minute bath. Even me a year ago, I'd be like, that's crazy. That's That would never happen. But I've actually made it work because I consistently keep my bathroom very clean. I'm a clean freak. We'll get into that some other time. That's not the point. <laughs> so when I decide, oh my gosh, I have a sniff at a time, 15 minutes, I'm going to draw myself a bath. It's a simple wipe down. It's not like, okay, I got to get out the bleach and, you know, Christine, clean freak, do the cleaning and all that because I've kept a tidy home, because I've kept not all my spaces for sure. Don't get me wrong. Corinne is so much better at this than I. And I've, she's had, I want to say you've had like a few challenges or something that I followed along and gotten rid of pieces and yeah. I love it. But anyway, speaking to that, exactly what you're saying, Corinne, is, you know, keeping things uncluttered and tidy makes things such as, giving yourself a 15 minute bath or sitting with a cup of tea or being able to do my workout in the morning and not do the dishes because I've taken care of those things. So I love that. Yeah. We connect a lot. And one thing I didn't say, and I should have said when I introduced you is, and you jump in here definitely, but my perception of Corinne is she is like, I, I don't know, an avid reader, like beyond avid, <laughs> beyond like not, she's like always absorbing, always learning. And she's always sharing the things that she learns. So that's another thing that I, I really like and, and drawn to Corinne. So definitely if you guys aren't following her, we're going to put all our information here and you should definitely follow along. Um, she talks not only about decluttering your home, not only about her morning routine, which we're going to get into, but also currently she's talking about taxes, which I also love as well. And I love it because it interests me. I don't love it because I have the knowledge. So she's providing some of that knowledge and it's, it's just, you're just su such a wealth. You just, you just add so much value to everything. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate your kind words. And there are so many things there that you just said that were so important. And you know, what a gift to yourself to give yourself those 15 minutes of bath time. You know, what a gift. And that is the point of decluttering. Decluttering is not about having a tidy home. That is just the foundation to give yourself other gifts. So a decluttered home to me means that at the end of the day, I can sit down on the couch with my husband and actually enjoy whatever it is that we want to do, whether that's play a card game or watch a movie, whatever it is, we can enjoy it because we're not sitting around and distracted by the mess around us. It's not like, oh, we have to pick this up. Oh, there's so many toys everywhere. It's like, well, if there's toys everywhere, it takes 30 seconds to clean up because there aren't that many toys, you know? And for me, learning is really important. So 
by setting my life up intentionally, I built in time for myself to do things that are truly important to me. One being reading. I just love to read. I love to read. That is why I made sure to put it in part of my morning routine because as a mom, anyone that has children knows that it is a drastic change from being completely in charge of your own schedule and getting to do things whenever you decide to all of a sudden you're a parent and you have this tiny human dictating your schedule, dictating when you could do things, what you could do when. And so for me, I really didn't want to lose that part of me. I did not want to lose my reading, something that was so huge to me. So I said, if I'm going to do this, I have to obviously wake up in the morning earlier to do it. Um, and it was a sacrifice, but not really because more than a sacrifice, it was a gift. It was a trade-off um, and one that was worth it a million times over. Mm -hmm. And that's a great segue into the question of how long have you been doing the morning routine? Is it since the birth of your daughter or before that? So it really took hold after I had my daughter. I was not a morning person. So for any of you listening that are not morning people, just know there is hope if it is something that you want to change about yourself. I was a night owl through and through my entire life. And my life in the past always allowed for it. Like I had no reason to wake up early, honestly. Like I didn't work a job that I had to get up early for. So I could wake up, read in bed until 10 o'clock in the morning. And that was perfectly fine. So there was plenty of days where I didn't get out of bed till 10 in the morning, but my lifestyle accounted for it. That once again, really changed once I had my daughter and my life wasn't mine anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I had to share my life. I had to share my time with my daughter. Um, so she is two and a half years old. I'd say I've been doing my formal morning routine about a year and a half. Um, and it really did come out of sheer desperation for um, personal autonomy to like mm. be my own person for like a short snippet of the day. Because that first year that she was born was really challenging for me. I remember my husband being like, oh, parenthood is great. Nothing really changes. You just have this beautiful child and this and that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not right. for me. Um, for right. me, it was everything that I felt my days with prior, I could no longer do. I couldn't really sit down and read a book because like I had to bounce with her all the time. She was like a really fussy baby. So a year after she was born, when we finally got her sleeping and we were all just like ready to... <laughs> <laughs> find some rhythm in our lives again is when I started my morning routine and I recognized like I have to do something for myself. So it's been a year and a half that I have been really quite dedicated. I used to stick to it five days a week, but I have gone up to six or six mostly seven days a week. Um, I prefer seven days a week, but it is tricky trying to balance like a social life as well. So if we do stay out late on the weekends, you know, my health isn't something I'm willing to compromise on. So yeah. sleep is important to me. And that's what I want people to recognize is waking up early does not mean less sleep. Waking up early means you know, going to bed earlier as well. So if yes. we do have a social engagement, 
it's something that I weigh out, like how late am I willing to stay out and how much am I willing to compromise my morning routine? So sometimes that means not having a morning routine, but trust me, I can feel those days because I didn't recharge my battery that morning. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, Yeah. between six or seven days a week, I try to stick to pretty solid schedule. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things too, that we talk a lot about is this is not about burning the candle at both ends, you know, doing everything, getting to bed late and then getting up early. This is actually the opposite of that. This is about self-care, taking care of yourself and social interaction, going out, whatever somebody enjoys doing, if that keeps you up later at night, then like you said, Corinne, then that next morning, that's totally fine. That next morning, you're going to sleep in a little bit. I agree with you. I also feel the difference when I don't get in my morning routine, and but it's a conscious choice. So I always say my little rule of thumb for myself is if I wake up in the morning and for whatever reason, you know, obviously if you're sick, you get sick and you wake up and you're sick, that's off the table, of course. But just if you wake up in the morning, I'm tired for whatever reason, or it's cold, whatever the excuse is, I don't allow myself to take advantage of that excuse because I have told myself, I've made a promise to myself that I'm going to do my morning routine. So unless the night before, and we talk a lot about that in the Harness Your Morning program, the night before is so important. So if the night before I said, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, go out socially, whatever it is, I'm not going to get up early, then that's fine. Then I've made Mm -hmm. that conscious choice. But if in the morning I haven't done that and I'm not sick, there's no excuse. When you wake up in the morning, that first, when you first open your eyes in the morning, 20 minutes later, you are going to feel so different. So you don't let that, you know, don't let that steal your morning, you know, get out of bed, do the little tricks that you can do. And so that leads me to our next question is what did you find challenging when you first started? Like what, what were your big hurdles that you had to get over? Probably my biggest hurdle was not being so rigid, which Mm -hmm. is probably um, a weird thing to think about, but I felt like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to do this a hundred percent. So, you know, it was, okay, well, I'm going to do it seven days a week. And then something like the social engagement would come up and I'm like, well, no, I'm dedicated. I have to wake up still at, you know, 4.30. And then I compromised myself because I was burning the candle at both ends. And I started to take pride, like, oh, I wake up at 4.30. Like, I take care of myself. Like, I found it. um, I really liked that. I felt good about that. I felt proud about that. So being able to be flexible was kind of challenging because I kind of felt like I was like giving up that strong stance, like I do this and this is who I am. It's like, well, being so rigid wasn't, wasn't um, serving me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't serving me. So I had to give up that like all or nothing mentality. If something came up, if my daughter woke up and had a bad dream one night and I was up for two hours in the middle of the night, then I did have to give myself grace and say, okay, you're not going to have a 4.30 day. You might have a 5.30 day tomorrow and that's okay. And, you know, I used to want to always have that timestamp on my morning post on Instagram (laughs) showing 4.45 or whatever it was. And so like, I was like, oh, I don't want to compromise that, but it's like, give it up. So there's plenty of days now where I will have a 5.30 timestamp and I just have to get over my myself (laughs) that's probably like such a like a vain reason um but it was like 
I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with is this idea of like letting go of your pride, letting go of your all or nothing mentality and just giving yourself grace and trying to recognize what is serving you and what isn't. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And that is so helpful for people just starting out as well, because I think a lot of people that I speak to anyways, when they start out on something new, whether it's, you know, losing weight, a morning routine, going to start reading more, whatever it is, people, you know, have good intentions and they're like, I've got to do it seven days a week and make it so rigid that you just burn out, you get discouraged. And then you know what happens? It doesn't stick. Right. So taking those baby steps, starting where you're at is, is so important. So I love that advice that you're giving. One thing I'll ask you is if you were to give advice to somebody, so somebody's like, yeah, Corinne, you know, I really want to do this. And I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to burn candle at both ends. I'll do it for the mornings that um, I have gone to bed on time and I'm going to do it five days a week. And, you know, this is my plan. And, and they're really really looking forward to doing it because there's also the pocket of people that want no part of this first of all there's many pockets right so there's yeah. <laughs> right they're like no thank you <laughs> not for me and that's great too you know and then there's some people that are like oh it sounds interesting but they haven't quite come over the hump yet to really commit to it but those people that are ready to commit to it what would you give as advice to help them make it stick to help them maintain it oh my biggest piece of advice would be to have something that you look forward to. That could be as simple as a cup of coffee. Like when I first started, I could not wait to go to bed so that I could wake up and have my cup of coffee. Truly, I would give myself one cup a day and I just cherished it. So now that I have multiple cups of coffee a day, <laughs> it's not as special, but there's other things that I look forward to. So on days when I recognize, it's just about being aware. So I recognize on days that I didn't do my morning routine, how much I missed it, how unsettled I might feel. And so I really wanted to get the good feelings back. I really wanted that time to read. You know, we talked about how much I love to read. Like I wanted to read and I knew that me chasing around a toddler was not going to give me many opportunities to read throughout the day. So if I wanted to dive into a book that I was really excited about, the only opportunity was the morning. So yeah, it just goes back to finding something you really want to do. And unfortunately, I think that's a challenge for some people is just they don't really have anything that they really look forward to. So I just would say to explore hobbies, find something, you know, find something, a, a book about something that you love and just read it. It's going to benefit you in so many ways. Just like get your brain stimulated. You get to learn. I just think there's so many wonderful pieces to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. What would you say you personally have felt the biggest benefits for you have been? I would say one of the biggest ones is becoming more confident, truly. And I think confidence really comes from following through on the things you say you're going to do. So if you say you're going to wake up early in the morning and you're just going to feel better about yourself, like you're going to feel like the most reliable friend, you know how good it feels to have a reliable friend. Like what if you could be that person for yourself? And when you become that person for yourself, you show up differently in the world. And all I can say is the better it gets, the better it gets. So like when you get a taste of like how good you could feel for showing up for yourself, you just want to do it more and more. And it's just this 
upward cycle of positivity and it's, it's addicting in a good way. Right, right. That was, I actually got chills when you were saying that. That was absolutely beautiful. Um, <laughs> that being said, on, on that note, that really shows your character and how I perceive you online. One thing that I really like about you and your presence online is that you do exude a lot of self-confidence in a very kind and giving and supportive way. Thank you. So I just, love that vibe. It's like you find out information, you share it. You have a certain opinion that somebody that others might not agree with, but you'll still state your opinion in a confident way and also open to a differing opinion. It's like, this is what I think you might not think that and let's have that discussion. And I think that that is so beneficial. And that's like you said early on, the value in social media is that we can support each other, learn from each other. I know personally, I love to learn. I'm not an avid reader like you are, but not even close. I can't even say myself in the same (laughs) sentence. Um, But I do love to learn and you are an avid reader, for example, and I learned so much from you and you just share information. So I think that the way you just answered that question really encapsulates you and your presence on on social media. So I just want to thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I really loved hearing your perspective on the morning routine. I know my audience is going to love it. A lot of the things that you said, it's so interesting to me because it's a lot of the things I hear the women that I'm working with struggling with. Um, So I know they're going to love hearing this episode and hearing your perspective. So thank you so much for doing that. And so my audience can find you, please tell us where we can find you, where we can follow along and all about all your goodness. And I'm going to cue you about your ebook. Thank you. (laughs) So I am most active um, on Instagram. You'll find me there just at Corinne Bordwa. And then my website is CorinneBordwa.com. So there's a blog there. Um, I have a new ebook out called Life Uncluttered. And yeah, I'm just always trying to share information that I'm learning. I want to pass that on to other people because one of the mottos that you probably hear me say over and over again is, the rising tide lifts all boats. So as I rise, I want everyone around me to rise. And as they rise, it's going to help me rise. So I'm very grateful for our friendship that we've developed, Christine, because I really feel like we are rising together. I'm so, so grateful for the opportunity to see what you're doing, to be involved in it, and um, to see how you're helping other women rise as well. So thank you for what you do. Thank you so much. Thanks for what you do as well. Thank you, everyone, again, for listening. If you are interested in finding out more, follow Corinne. Could they actually reach out to you? Would that be okay? Oh, absolutely. Always. I'm always open to questions. Always send me a DM. I'm better at DMs than I am at email. (laughs) So yeah, always reach out to me. Uh, I'm always happy to connect. Great. Thank you so much again. It was a pleasure having you on. That's it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. And if you want more on how you can boost your energy, increase your productivity, and maximize your positivity, I invite you to go to my website and sign up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it. You can take a quick screenshot and share it on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me there at Christine Santos Coach. Until next time, continue to wonder boldly.